0: Good morning and morning and morning. Welcome to the Heath Mulligan Project, the podcast where we're helping you discover your purpose, your passion, and your possibilities. Today I want to talk to you about uh, figuring out what that next right thing you need to do is in the midst of a stressful situation. Uh, I've been faced with a couple of stressful situations here recently uh, which brought all this to light yet again. The The real question, however, is not normally what is the next right thing to do. Because 99.9% of the time, as I have sat here this morning getting ready to hit record and I've thought back over different stressful situations in my life, The the answer's always been the same. What's, what's the next right thing? It's typically communication. When uh, Karen and I, back in 2002, made the decision for her to get the genetic testing done to see if she had the repeating gene that causes Huntington's disease, uh we met with a genetic counselor who kind of walked us through what the process would be and she said you need to come up with a plan and the first thing you'll do when you get your results who are you going to call first and so we made a list we're calling her parents we're calling my parents we're calling uh our pastor who was also my boss at the time she said you're also going to have a plan again whether these results are good or bad, where are you going? What are you gonna do? But again, it all started with, I mean, the first thing we did, uh, we met with her that day. We went back a few weeks later. We had the blood drawn and then we went back two weeks later for the results. She gave us the results and from her office, again, this was part of the plan. This is what this lady does for a living she walks with people through these really difficult things, is in her office, we made those phone calls. And those were very difficult phone calls. And everybody we were calling, they knew our plan. They knew, okay, Heath and Karen are getting their results at this time. We're expecting a phone call. And then Heath and Karen are going to the mountains, and they're going to spend a week in the mountains. So... The real question is who <laughs> who are you going to call? Because typically when something happens, if you're in a car accident, you got to call somebody. If you do get a bad diagnosis, you got to tell somebody. You got to let somebody know. If you get injured, you got to let somebody know. If something great happens, if if uh, a <clears throat> You know, if you get engaged, if you get a promotion, if you get a raise, you well, you got to tell somebody. You know, this is not just for crisis situations. This is just for everyday life. Most of the time when we come to a pivotal point, there's going to be communication involved. And when you're in a stressful situation, and you know who your ride or die is and you already know in your mental rolodex these are the people i'm calling first these are the people who love me these are the people who support me um, that's why community is so important family is so important my heart breaks because i know there are people and you may even be listening to this and you got nobody And it's through no fault of your own. I mean, you feel you don't know who you would call. And that's why the stress and the pressure and the anxiety and the depression is magnified tenfold. Because for one reason or another, don't beat yourself up over this. You don't have that. You don't know. You don't know who you would call. Worst case scenario, you don't know who you're calling first. Now, I'd say on the one hand, don't beat yourself up about that right now. But on the other hand, your main priority in life, if that's you, you've got to develop. You've got to develop that Rolodex. You've got to develop some ride or dies. I have... <clears throat> As I've, you know, gone through life and different experiences and as i you know, been reading Think, Learn, Succeed by Dr. Caroline Leaf and it just was reiterated over and over and over that the more connections you have, the more support you have, the more community you have, the happier you are, the healthier you are. So you got to treat that just as I treat getting up in the morning. That's my first job. My first job is not to hit the snooze button. I'm going to be honest today. uh, My schedule is a little bit different today. And I thought about uh, my first alarm went off at 530, woke up. And I thought, you know what, I got that second alarm, it, it's, it goes off at 545, I can sleep another 15 minutes, and then I'm like, wait a minute, what good is 15 minutes of sleep going to get me? Like, I'm not even going to, like, that's going to be like bad sleep, that's going to make me feel worse than I do right now, I'm like, just get up, dude, got up, feel great. <clears throat> and already, my brain, you know, early in the morning, when your brain does something hard first thing in the morning, your brain's like, oh, that was, that was easy. All we had to do was get up. So, when you can, you, your job—if you don't have a Rolodex, if you don't have a ride or die—you gotta. You those acquaintances, those, those friends that aren't deep—that you need to be deep—you gotta. You gotta make that commitment. You gotta take that to the next level. There is a cost. To keeping people at arm's length. You might think you're protecting yourself. You might think you're guarding your heart. You might think it's for the best. There are short and long term consequences of that. Because when you. Because our minds inevitably. Will play through scenarios. Scenarios. You know, you get in your car to go somewhere. Well, what do I do if my car breaks down? Who am I going to call? Oh, no, I don't know who I'm going to call. And then your brain is off to the races. But for me, if I know, okay, if this happens, this is who I'm calling first, this is who I'm calling second, it might be different. It, It might be different, you know, for me, if it's a spiritual thing, I got one, two, three. If it's a health thing, I got one, two, three. You know, who's your emergency contact in every situation? That's the next right thing to do. Because we're not meant to bear these burdens alone. We're meant to bear each other's burdens. And so you might be somebody else's next right thing, you might be the person on the other end of the line who's getting a call, hey, can you come help me? I'm broke down or, hey, I just got this really bad diagnosis or, hey, I, I just got hurt and I'm on my way to the hospital. And and, how, and and then what's your next right thing? Whatever they need. You need to go pick them up, you go pick them up. You, you figure it out. They need you to pray. You drop everything and you pray. They need you to call, you know, Again, for if you're the first call, who are you going to call? So I would just encourage you the more deep, meaningful, impactful relationships that you can build. It's going to make your life better. It's going to enrich your life. You're going to go through seasons where that Rolodex is going to change. There are people, you know, there are times when there are people I talk to every day. And then since months later, I may not talk to them every day. And that may be unusual. I don't I don't know. But there's some people I've talked to every day for 10 years. And then there's some people I may talk to them once a month, may text them once a month. But if something really happened, that's who I'd call first. Um... I think part of the grieving process is when that changes and somebody who's on your list is gone. Um, Typically, you know, when something good, you know, typically your spouse is number one on that list. Who are you going to call? You got to call your spouse. And when that is gone... There's a little bit of grief. I remember uh, the summer uh, after my wife passed away, having to fill out some paperwork. And I had to fill out, you know, my emergency contact. And it was the first time I'm filling out something that she's not, even when she was sick, probably up until, you know, she didn't have a cell phone anymore. She was my emergency contact, <laughs> and uh, that was hard. I didn't know who to put. I mean, I defaulted and, and went to my mom, but that was tough because I know my mom's not going to be there forever, and then who becomes your emergency contact? It's going to be weird for me. It's probably going to be one of my kids if my kids are 18 at the time. Or if my You know, my girls turn 18 you know, or when. And that'll be weird. It'll be weird for them to be my emergency contact. This is all stuff you can plan for. You, you can't plan. Like, you don't know what's going to happen in your life. We just know that bad things do happen. We know that death happens. We know that sickness happens. We know that accidents happen. And, You can prepare for those by building deep relationships and making sure that when it comes to your next right thing, you know who you're going to call. And you may be listening to this and you don't even know where to start. Uh, There's a great uh, there's a great moment in Top Gun where uh, Tom Skerritt, who plays Viper, they're getting ready to for their they're getting ready to go on this mission at the end, and uh, you know he tells Tom Cruise, you know you meet your you meet your co your real I guess is what they call him when you when you get to the mission, and if you don't, give me a call, I'll fly with you. And that's what I would say to you. You might be listening to this. You might be halfway around the world. Uh, Linktree.com slash Heath Mullican. Uh, <coughs> it's pretty much got every way to contact me in the world. I mean, if you're, you know, you can DM me on every social media platform. I'll walk with you through that. I'll be, you know, I'll be that person to To walk you through that and help you figure out who who's going to be in your rolodex, who's going to be your ride to die. You never know. We never know when circumstances are going to happen. Um, but I know what, what you know, as I have taken time to think back on yesterday, which was a very stressful day for <clears throat> for some <laughs> pretty significant reasons. It came down to it was a stressful day and it was a lot of phone calls and it was a lot and I think back to when my wife died, it was a lot of communication and it was a lot of talking to people and it was a lot of getting the word out. And it's, it's and it's, it's, just, it's just something you gotta do. And sometimes you can't do that on your own. Sometimes you gotta have somebody that, hey, I'm gonna call you and you call twenty people. I can help you find that. Would love to do that. So God bless you. My prayer is that even if you don't have a stressful or a tragedy today, a stressful situation or a tragedy, you take a minute to text your loved ones, text your relative decks. Just tell them how much you appreciate them. Prepare them. You know, don't tell them, hey, just in case. No, just... Keep them in the loop. I've seen during this pandemic. People. Because of political disagreements. Or you know. How people feel about masks. They've. They've just pushed people away. And. This is sad. It's sad. So. You guys have a great. Great an awesome day. Uh, I'm getting ready to go get a workout in and, uh, get ready for work. So you guys be good and we will see you soon.